Well, it's a fair bit going on in the landscape of sport and it engages right here in WA with the news that Perth Optus Stadium is on standby if the AFL Grand Final can't be staged in Melbourne. And a man I'm sure is happy with that, albeit it's a handball over the top, is the Minister for Sport and Recreation, also the Minister for Finance, Land, Citizenship and Multicultural Interests. It's Tony Booty, and he joins us on Sporting Goss here on SENWA. Tony, I'm not too sure what the emotion is. Um, Some sort of glee, but you can't be boasting about it. Uh, Good morning. Yeah, good morning. Yeah, it's an interesting feeling. Obviously, really excited that uh, we're only a a step away from having the uh, grand final of the AFL being played here. But, you know, generally my thoughts do go out to our, our friends and cousins in uh, Victoria and Melbourne. Uh, they're going through a really tough time and have for the last 18 months. But um, if we are to, to host it, we'll do justice and put on a great show. Very much so. I heard the Premier this morning elsewhere saying that Queensland paid $20 million to host the grand final last year at the Gabba. Nothing from WA apart from possibly a packed stadium, the public transport along with the ticketing. So really, it's what you deliver for the money that uh, will keep the, the, the fans in and the AFL will, get the re- will reap the benefits. Well, exactly. And, um, you know, obviously it's going to be a capacity uh, crowd, 60,000 in the fantastic Optus Stadium. So obviously that is a commercial win for the AFL. And it's a great win for the state of West Australia, which really, you know, this in some ways is a reward for the past 18 months, 19 months of um, complying with our COVID uh, rules. And, um, yes, let let the show go on. Yeah, it's not a time to boast, though, is it? The more I read on social media, I'm hearing it from expat West Aussies who are frustrated. And then you get the Mm. the element who say, oh, you know, you can let football teams in, but you can't let, Mm. um, you know, Mary come in or John come in to see their families. Mm. I mean, where's the line drawn on this, Tony? And and how much of a discussion is this amongst the government and the health officials and also the, and you and, uh, and the Premier? Yeah, look, I mean, I completely understand the frustration and, and disappointment of people that want to come back to Western Australia uh, who, who, you know, in New South Wales at the moment. I understand that completely, but really, this is different. I mean, AFL has been played in under COVID conditions in WA for the last 18 months where we have allowed teams to come in from uh, states that uh, uh, we have a ban. And that's because they've followed a strict procedure of quarantine. Uh, we've had what they call these dirty matches where they've been in quarantine, go to the ground, play, and then off uh, interstate. So, you know, we have followed strict protocols. This, of course, is an incredibly important event in the annual calendar of sport in Western Australia, we in Australia, actually, and to have that final in WA is fantastic. And it's got to be remembered when we look at New South Wales, it's really doing it tough and it's very alarming, the figures coming out of New South Wales, that, no, that neither of the New South Wales team have been based in uh, New South Wales for some time and um, they uh, no games have been played in New South Wales since uh, mid-June. So, you know, all the precautions have been taken and as a Premier and the Health Minister have said time and time again, this game will be played under our strict COVID policy rules. Um, if we, if their teams come here early enough to do the 14-day quarantine and then we can enter the grand final parade, that will be fantastic. But if not, it will just be the grand final on the day. Tony Booty, the Sport and Recreation Minister online. Let's turn our attention to a couple of others. We were meant to have had the Bledisloe Cup uh, wow. Game 3 here. What's the standard? What's the process now? We're led to believe it's going yeah. to happen. Do you, are we any closer to a date? Well, look, it was, uh, as of yesterday, it looked like it was 
going to earliest day is going to be the fifth, so Father's Day, the fifth of uh, September. But um, now, because the AFL is not 100% sure in regards to the uh, the format of the semi-finals and the uh, pre, well, it'll be the semi-finals at that stage and the games being played in Tasmania, mm. we're just not 100% sure because uh, they have the rights to the optors for the uh, third, fourth, and fifth. So it may have to be played on one of the other days. And also, there's some other quarantine issues that we have to determine with uh, New Zealand. So uh, have to get the tick off from the chief health officer and then see if we can work out with the AFL. Um, the availability of the stadium. Yeah, well, as they say, sleeping's cheating, and they got caught at the wheel, uh, unfortunately, for them mm-hmm. uh, with the, the New Zealand Rugby League, uh, Rugby Union team. $35 million to upgrade the HBF Park. It's a wonderful stadium. Mm-hmm. It just needs a bit of a spruce up, just in time for the, yeah. the Women's World Cup. I oh, really excited about this, Tim. I mean, the, the, the Women's FIFA World Cup is the third most watched event in the world after the Olympics and the FIFA Men's World Cup. So 2023, we'll have at least three or four teams here. Uh, they'll be playing on that great uh, HBF uh, Park Stadium. Yep. Um, yep, $35 million, which will go to upgrading the stadium. So it should be a great world event. Where is the State Football Centre being uh, now under construction? Mm. 32.5 mil. Where's that? Yep. Well, that's in Queen's Park, and the uh, construction has started on that, and uh, that will be completed in time for the FIFA World Cup. So we, we would imagine one of the teams playing in Perth will use that as a host uh, training venue. Uh, that That's a state-of-the-art facility, which will really help the uh, development of the uh, world game in Western Australia. Spoke to Christine Matthews a uh, couple of, uh, last week, in fact, on the Wacker improvements. We're excited about that and the soil turning there. Um, uh, the City of Perth and the Lord Mayor not keen to give money to a pool. Um, is there going to be a pool at the new Wacker Improved uh, Stadium? Well, that's an interesting question, uh, Tim. I mean, I just uh, the other day, I think the Lord Mayor is now saying that it'd be a good deal for the uh, city to actually <laughs> pay the 25 mil to build the pool. Uh, <laughs> there, there, was a, there, there was an agreement. There's an agreement between the state, uh, the uh, local government, the City of Perth, that is, and the federal government. Uh, as part of the city deal for the pool to be built and the uh, various contributions to be made. So we are, of course, still working through that. When I grew up, I was a Perth Azuri fan. We had Perth Azuri, we had Spearwood Del Martino, we had uh, Morley Tricolori and Florida Athena, and they've got a big celebration this weekend. Massive. I'm really looking forward to uh, going to the uh, 70th anniversary of Florida Athena, which has been a great uh, football club in Western Australia for so long. Of course, has its uh, Hellenic uh, Greek uh, origins. Had to, I was going through last night the nominees for the uh, the greatest uh, Florida Athena team. They have been some outstanding players yeah. that have gone through Florida. Obviously, led by Stan Lazaridis, but. Uh, uh, there's been many others, many uh, Socceroos that have played there also. So really looking forward to that event uh, this Saturday night. Yeah, 70th anniversary commemorations at the Florentina Football Club on the weekend. One from left field for you, Tony. Tony Booty, our guest here on SEN Sporting Goss, right around Western Australia, the uh, Minister for Sport and Recreation. I thought I remember growing up that when Subiaco and East Perth were at lead of a Loval, and they were putting up the limestone walls. It was going to be what we described as and what the WA Football Commission described as the footy uh, home of excellence or it's going to be the, mm. the centre of football development. Mate, it mm. needs some help and it needs it fast. Is it somewhere on the agenda that we do not – because our waffle clubs are waffle clubs and I get that. I know the Perth yeah. Football Club, uh, a club that I know you have a, a great interest in, is uh, going to uh, look at um, – of their their development, I think it struck a snag mm, mm. with their local council last week. But yep. bottom line is, 
we don't have a home of excellence. We don't have. We have Optus Stadium, I get it. No. But that's a mm. one-off mm. grand final. Is there something in the pipeline that can be done where we can attract our 16s and our 18s and our, mm. our mm. girls and our pathways for the future of a ground that um, really um, can look forward to the, the future of the – and not just rely on those waffle clubs to, to do their best, so to speak? Yeah, look, Tim, that, that's a really uh, very important question that you've asked. Look, it's not on the radar right at the moment. Uh, the, as far as I'm aware, the West Australian Footy Commission hasn't come to government in respect to that. They may have. Uh, it hasn't come across my desk in the short term I've been the minister. But obviously, it's something that needs to be looked at. And hopefully with the two AFL clubs uh, uh, helping financially, that may we may be able to do something in the future. But I've got to say, it's not on the pipeline now. But in regards to... Um, you know, leadable over the, the former home of the um, West Perth um, uh, Cardies. Uh, yeah, look, there's, there's no doubt there needs to be some work done. The East Perth Football Club does have some ideas. I think they're trying to work with the local government before they uh, seek uh, further interests um, in regards to developing that era. Alrighty, area. let's hope it can happen. I think it's just one part that seems to have been missed in translation. If mm. we can support all these other sports and our main breadwinner, I think predominantly, is certainly AFL stroke waffle and the pathway to the future. I think we do need some sort of home base now that Subiaco has long gone. Hey, appreciate your time. Just did the last one for our listeners today. So what should we be doing as a state right now, knowing full well that we are still looking for the final tick on the AFL Grand Final Mm. here at Optus Stadium? What should we be doing? One, should there be a celebration now or should we just tread carefully? And and what's the message to to the general public? Look, I think we still need to wait for the official tick-off uh, mid-next week, I believe, uh, if Melbourne's decided that, you know, it's decided that Melbourne can't hold it. Look, I think when, when that happened, we should be very excited. We should celebrate it. We should applaud and congratulate each other because, really, it's because we're a safe state that we are holding the grand final for 2021. Let's hope it stays that way. Appreciate your time, Tony. I know you've been very, very yep. busy, but thanks for sharing some time with our listeners here on SENWA. No problem, Steve. Good on you. There's Tony Booty, the Sport and Recreation Minister. He's also the Minister for Finance and Lands and Citizenship and Multicultural Interests. He's a jack of all trades and he's a master of all. We appreciate his time on Sporting Goss.